Welcome everybody out, man, to the very first episode of the Waterboy Show, man. I am one of your hosts, Trey Boy Play. You can just call me Trey with my partner right here. And I am Be Rich, man. I am so excited to be finally doing this, man. Let's do it, bro. Hey, man, what this is all about, man, we are the Waterboys, man, from the Waterboy Show. Hey, man, two guys who love sports. And no, I might not be athletic enough to get on the pro field. I might can't get out there and run a touchdown, but guess what? I can talk it with the best of them. I may have been a Waterboy out there if I was on the pro field, but guess what? I'm a pro here behind this mic, man. So let's do it, man. Let's do it, man. Hey, I don't know about him, man, but I'm pretty athletic, man. I could have oh, went pro, man. I just go. didn't want to go pro. You know, I just wanted to be out here and be a player, man. That's it. I mean, now, you know, hey, I mean, you did play in college now. You hey, did play in college, but but at the same time, I have seen you run. <laughs> so. Yeah, he started running at, at 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have seen you run. We, we won't get into the circumstances, <laughs> but but I have seen you run. But look, man, we coming off the heels of the Super Bowl about a week ago, man. And then last night, man, was actually the NBA All-Star Game, man. So well, where you want to start? Let, let's start with the All-Star Game because I, I always think it's, it's a real festive event, man. Yeah, so let's start with that, the All-Star Game. I got a chance to kind of catch Saturday's highlights of the three-point contest. And the dunk contest, and you know uh, who won it through Stephon Curry, Steph Curry, right? He won yeah, yeah, Curry, yeah, 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 boy, chef, boy, the chef, boy, splashing uh, them things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like one thing I've been noticing about my boy Mark Jackson been t- told me about the white boy um, when he was in high school. Um, was it McClung? McClung, the, the, yeah. the dunk contest one. Yeah, man. Okay. He's been doing his thing okay. since high school. I've been on, on him since high school, and I got a chance to, like, be, become a fan. And I just remember, like, man, I hope the Hawks draft him when he gets Because I really thought he <laughs> so was So you gonna, heard about him when he was in high school? Yes, man. But Mark, Mark Jackson had put some of his dunks on his um story, Instagram story. Okay. I started following him. Then I saw these. So make sure you clarify who Mark Jackson is. Mark Mark's is one of my partners, man. Okay. Um, at, they might think you're talking about. Oh, no, Mark no, no. He's one of my partners. used to be on ESPN. Grand Hustle, man. Okay. He, uh, okay. Shout out to he, Mark. Yeah, he, he working over there at, um, at, um, with Jay Irvin's company. I forget, uh, Human Resources doing his thing. Okay. But, um, yeah, he put me on. Then I saw him go to Georgetown, man. I was like, man, dude, dude gonna be, he gonna be that man. Yeah. It didn't pan out that way. He still made it to the NBA. And, um, he was with the whole thing. He was doing the dunk contest. I knew he was gonna win it because I just saw him doing the dunks in high school. He was yeah. doing unbelievable. So he been doing. He it. been doing it. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I, I I definitely have not been up on him. I know he won last year. He he the returning yeah. champ, two time champ. But I will say this: I do think it's cool that they got some guys who not even in the NBA. Oh yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Coming out and dunk because because you because we'll, we'll see these we'll see these videos. Like let's go back to when, when Zion. Now Zion he pro now. We know Zion Williamson is the man. He pro now. But I remember when Zion was in like tenth grade, man, in the barbershop, we were seeing dunks yeah. of him in high school. Yeah. And so we got these young guys who were so talented in high school and college, some who didn't even make pro, yeah. who out there doing dunks just as good as the pros. Yeah, and that's what um, I was watching um, TNT. That's what Charles Barkley and um, Kenny Smith and all them was talking about. It was like, if Zion would have been in this, with this, they, they want the, the names to come out and do that. It would have been like a yes. whole different excitement. And so – I think I think McClung is a very exciting, but they want the names to be out there. But I think if if, if Zion would have been in it with McClung with another name, them dunks was pretty special. They was doing just yeah. you know what Zion can do. So you know, hopefully, man, they'll get that together. But it was it was some amazing dunks. It wasn't boring like how it was. Seemed like more exciting now. Yeah, well, you know, everybody wants the stars to come out. You know what I'm saying? And so the way I look at it is um, the way we grew up playing. I'm going to go ahead and show my age just a little bit. You know, I grew up seeing Jordan dunk. You know what I'm saying? I saw Dominique. You know what I mean? I saw Vince Carter. You know what I mean? I mean, Kobe was even in it. 
know what I'm saying, from what I remember, Kobe was in a dunk contest. So, of course, you want to see the stars. You want to see the main guys who you sit up, you tune in every single night you want to watch basketball. You want to see those guys dunk. I mean, I would, I would love seeing Ja Morant when Ja Morant is healthy right now. He's oh, hurt, wow. of course. I, I would love to see Ja Morant yeah. in a dunk contest. Yeah. I would love to see him against Zion mm-hmm. in a dunk contest. I would have loved to see LeBron when LeBron was younger. So, I get it. But since we're not getting that, I mean, I, I think a lot of the stars, I don't know if they're worried about injury or if they just don't want to be judged in that type of manner, but we just have to accept the fact that they are making the decision that they want to make to not be in it, and let's try to enjoy some of the guys that we can enjoy. Yeah. I do like that they, they took it from where you could try a dunk 30 times. I swear, man, I don't know who it was. I think the dude tried to dunk like 50 times. Of course, I'm exaggerating. Of course, course I'm exaggerating, but by the time he finally got the dunk, I mean, all the luster was taken off of the dunk. I mean, it was done. Uh, 100%. It, it, it was done. Yeah. So, so as long as they're not doing that, I'm happy they're giving some young guys an opportunity to come out there and play. Somebody who might not make their name as, as a scorer or, or a consistent contributor out there on the NBA court. But McClung, he out there doing his thing, man. He out there in the pros, yeah. winning dunk contest, showing out, man. For sure. Man, what you think about Trey, man? You know, no. Okay, if anybody don't know, I mean, I guess, I guess you can see the A on the hat. The A on B. Rich's hat, man. So, you know we're Atlanta fans, man. What you think about Trey's participation in All-Star Weekend, he was in the three-point contest. And he did make it to the final round. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't win it, but he made it to the final round. And they tried to keep our guy out of the All-Star game, man. Now, I feel like Trey Young, he's been doing it for a lot of years. I think he should have been an All-Star every every season he's been in there because he's been like yes. double-digit, um, 20-plus, 10, 10 assist guy the whole time he's there. And this year... You know, even though the team's not doing good, it's like one of his better years, and I think he's learning how to play. He's being more consistent. And from the games I've been watching, I've been seeing him hit a lot of seven three-point games and stuff. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I think, to be honest with you, I think it's the light skin factor, man. I think Trey kind of catching a lot of the light skin, you know. You did. You did. You, you know, dealt with that. So you I've dealt with. Okay. Because, so, okay. I mean, I don't understand, man. I, I don't know if it's his attitude. I, you know, I hear some some rumblings, but I met the dude, and, like, Trey, Trey cool, man. He was cool. He was respectful. Took pictures with my artists. Did everything, man. So, I don't know what's going on. But I'm glad he made it. And, like, I love the highlight when he nutmeg KD. That was hilarious. Hey, man, he's going to do it. that. I think players be mad yeah. about that. They be oh, pissed they, off. You know what? That could be the reason. They, and they, then, they be pissed off. I mean, I don't think KD was mad about that. But I yeah, think players yeah. be pissed off about yeah, that, man. And, and then I noticed he led the uh, East with seven assists. You know, he had seven assists yeah. in, like, 14 minutes. Had five points. So, I mean, you know, Trey... Trey's going to be there, man. I just, I just pray and hope that he stay in Atlanta. I mean, you know, I have so many thoughts when it comes to Trey. I'm glad that he made the All-Star game. I think Trey is an All-Star. I think Trey is having a good year. I think, some, I think the lack of uh, winning from the Hawks hurts him as far as the way the voters yeah. treat him. I think when it comes to people judging his game, some of the people who judge his game, I think, I mean, it could be the light skin factor. Who knows? I never had to necessarily deal with that, so I don't know what the light skin factor, oh, but, but, but I will say this. If Trey Young was the same size player and Trey Young was dark skinned with some dreads, I do believe that people would respect him more. But anyway, that's a conversation for another day. I think also what, what hurts him with some of the players is – the size, him being the size that he is, and then also the lack of efficiency. Trey could definitely be a more efficient 
shooter. He could be a more efficient shooter. He could be a more efficient scorer. He could be more efficient when it comes to turnovers. Now, I'm not going to knock Trey as a player because I love Trey Young as a player, but these are some of the things that I hear a lot when it comes to Trey Young. Trey Young, he's not efficient. He shot this for that. Yeah, he's a volume shooter. He has to shoot this many shots to get this. And I think with the perception, it hurts him. Plus, then you here you go for some of the bigger guys, six seven, six eight, six nine, and then you got this guy who I don't know how how tall Trey is, six foot five ten, five eleven, six one, four six. I don't know exactly how tall Trey is, but I'm saying when you got a player that's smaller than you out there on the court, smaller in frame and in height, but still putting up twenty some, thirty points, forty points a game. I mean, I don't think people like that. I don't think they like it at all, and I think it gets hell against him. Yeah, you know what I mean? I agree, I agree. I agree 100%. Uh, who, who ended up getting MVP of the All-Star game? Man, hey, man, you know what? We, we were going to talk about that a little later in our oh, balling on the 30th floor set. Oh, but I'll go ahead and throw it out there, man. Dame Lillard, man. Dame oh. time. First year in the East. Came over. You know, he used to struggle even making the All-Star game in the West because they had so many good point guards out there in the West. And I think an, another player who, with his height, I think used to get a certain knock on him. He used to struggle making the All-Star game. Then he started making it consistently, and now he moved to the East. That's one of the reasons that Trey Mayer got bumped yeah. down some. But Dame got in. Dame won it. You know, a lot of people up in arms right now because they're saying, ain't no defense. There's no defense yeah. in it. But, I mean, no, it's not. I mean, what, what, I mean, what, 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 what do you want? Who want to see a thing about that Joe? <laughs> you know, I want to see some dunks and some, um, some alleys. Hey, I want to do. I want to bring something up, man. So, I was talking. We, we was having a debate, and I'm telling you, man, okay. you, you get to some of our debates with me and Doug, man. Doug is one of my partners at Grand Hustle as well. Shout out, Doug, man. He's like everything. If you say this, if you say left, he say right. He always gonna go again. That's good. That's the way. That's the way it should so, be. So, so the question is, man, Super Bowl, right? Super Bowl, the Chiefs. Okay. Super Bowl. What about it? So now. Patrick Mahomes, he got three rings, right? Yes, he did. How many? He, he lost the Super Bowl too, right? Lost. Yeah, yeah, he lost. He lost one. Okay, so he's participated in four Super Bowls. He has three rings, and he's what twenty seven, twenty eight, somewhere in there. So young. So now at this stage in his career, is he the goat? Is he better than Tom Brady? Or what's up? Like that's that's the question. That's what we was arguing. So Doug tried to say, you know, we can we can have that discussion. And and and, then, and 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 then what made me mad in this conversation? I'm taking it away, but it will come back to it. He was saying Peyton Manning don't hold a candle to Tom Brady, and I'm like, that's not true. At the time, um, Peyton Manning, if it wasn't for Tom Brady, Peyton Manning probably would have been winning the Super Bowl. So, but back to Mahomes, we'll come back to back to Mahomes. What do you think, man? I mean, we we can attack all of that. Uh, since since the the last thing that was said right before we took it back to Pat is Manning and Brady, right? So I'm the I'm a big Tom Brady hater, right? Like so oh, I, I ain't gonna lie. Ever since that tuck rule, ever since that tuck rule, boy, I ain't had number birds and cuss words for Tom <laughs> Brady and the pair. I'm gonna just keep it real. I, I ain't nothing with words. birds and cuss words. Hey, got, cuss words hey, and birds. Hey, you know what? You know what I mean? Hold on, hold on. Lock that down, take that. That's going to be a segment. Birds and cuss words. I like that. that, <laughs> I mean, that, that on the that's first show, the birds and cuss words. That's, all, that's all I had for them. Birds and cuss words. You know what I mean? Because I, I just thought it was some straight BS. But anyway, over time, man, I rooted against Tom Brady so much. I wanted Tom Brady and the Patriots to lose so much. After he won again and again and again. And then after 28 to 3, mm. I, I gave it up. 
Right. I gave it up. I finally said, you know what? Why you had to say that? I finally said, Bra Bra Braid is the guy. I mean, I mean, still, it's still. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's a little place of hurt in my heart. But they say you got to speak to let these things come out. You got to get that had that therapy, man. It's therapeutic. I still have a scab, bro. That's crazy, man. Why well, I pull? I remember, man. You called me cussing the first five minutes of the call. I couldn't even say anything. You called, man. Them black MLS and MLS. I flew all the way down here to Houston to watch this game and the. Falcons gonna give it up, but anyway, let, let's not lose track because we'll lose we'll lose total track of the conversation. Let me talk about the Peyton and Brady thing. Yes, I do believe Brady is the goat over Manning, but me personally, I like Peyton Manning more than I like Tom Thank Brady. You. Just because at the time I had never seen a quarterback control a game the way Peyton Manning did. I never saw a quarterback control it from from a mental. Aspect. Now, we're not talking about athleticism. We're not talking about, you know, like how fast they may be, how strong they may be, how, how pretty of a spiral they may throw. I'm just saying from a, from a mental aspect and to hear the way players like Ray Lewis would talk about Peyton Manning, talk about the game plan and, and just what he put into wanting to stop Peyton Manning. I have nothing but high regards for Peyton And that's all I'm saying. Like, but, if, 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 oh, go ahead. But he did lose to Brady. And he did lose to the Patriots a lot. And and if, and if someone wants to put Brady over him, I Man, I, I can't I can't argue look, with look. them out there. All Hold I on. can say is I prefer Peyton, but I won't argue with you for taking Brady Man, over because Brady and F, the Patriots F, F, all, F all that, bro. Like it's like this: Qu quarterbacks ain't playing each other on the field; they're playing against each other. Correct. So he played Correct. against Bill Belichick, man. Correct. Bill Belichick had. Peyton Manning, that's why number. I said, and that's what I'm trying to say. So that's that's why I'm trying to say it's like if you were to put Peyton Manning in the same oh, it, it team, would, it bro, been crazy. It, it probably wouldn't it have been, been no comebacks. So probably wouldn't have been no comebacks. So look, but what, what he was trying to say was Tom Brady wills his team to win, which I can say I've seen it firsthand. Oh, over but, time, but, over time. But I did. think that Peyton Manning could have done the same thing. Oh, over time, he yeah. Did. Now what I'm gonna have to do, I'm gonna have to share something that that I, I put up. Uh, it was from an interview that they did right before the Super Bowl on ESPN. They asked Teddy Bruschi between Pat Mahomes and Brady, you know, is it comparable? And so Teddy Bruschi said, I'm just going to talk on the first six years, Pat's first six years and Brady's first six years. Now, this out of Teddy Bruschi's own mouth. He said that he would have to give the first six years to Pat Mahomes because Pat Mahomes put the team on his back. Yes. He talked about how with the Patriots, it was a team effort. He talked about how Tom Brady only accounted for one touchdown with his arm in their first Super Bowl run. He talked about how they scored numerous special teams yeah. touchdowns, defensive touchdowns. Yeah. So this coming from a player, this coming from a player who was on the team who won three of those rings with Tom Brady, and he's giving it right. And see, I'm bringing it back around to Pat. So, so I'm bringing it back around to Pat. And bringing it back around to Brady. This coming out of Teddy Bruschi's mouth. He yeah, thinks nah. that we can only take the first. If, if we break it down to the first six years at this point in Mahomes' career, nah, I see his point to, where, right. to where Brady was, Mahomes is ahead of where Brady yeah, was. And I and I can tell and I can tell you this, Trey. Like when 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 they got the ball back with the minute, bro. You knew it. I, I ain't gonna lie. Like knew I, I was like. They bought the score. You know they bought the score, and, and see on my bravado, my bravado picks. My I picked <laughs> that. Hey, um, it was gonna be a game-winning uh, catch to Kelsey, oh, and, and I, I would have won five thousand dollars. And then I remember I was in my clubhouse room talking to these these folks in Athens, and I was like, Hey, they got um, 
uh, Hartman yep. catching the net. I was oh, like, I, 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 I said, should I put a bet on that? They're like, nah, nah, he's not playing. He's not playing. So I listened. Man, I would have won some bread if I would have that, done that. That's what you get for listening to folks who don't tune in to the water boys. Oh bro. man, hey, you know, you know what? You're right. I'm not listening to none of y'all. That's what you get, Them man. Else, man. None of you, them. You gotta tune. Yeah. They, they gotta tune in to the water boys show, or, or or they are not in the know when it comes to the sports, man. Yeah, yeah, nah. yeah. But if we if we take the first six years, now let's just take the first six years with Pat and Brady. Patrick Mahomes is ahead of Brady in the first season. So, I, 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 so, so me personally, I think I think Mahomes is better than Brady, athletic wise. He definitely more not more athletic, one hundred percent. So, and I think that he has the same mentality as Brady as a winner. So I like I ain't gonna lie, like I didn't like Brady and I hated him um, when he when he beat the you know when he beat us, but like when he went to Tampa and did his thing, I was like, all right, I got to give you your respect because it ain't just it, it's something about you. Yeah, it's something about you and you inspiring your teammates, and kind of you know he kind of it's something about him, and so that, I get that to belief, him. That, that belief, yeah. And I think Mahomes has that same belief. Man, let me tell yeah. you, I saw a clip on uh, NFL Films. Now, people will say, "Hey, man, this man got plenty of bread, so of course he can do this and not worry about it." But I saw a clip from Super Bowl press night when the Chiefs played the Eagles last year, and it was a clip showing Mahomes and Jalen Hurts having a conversation. And Jalen Hurts uh, asked him, hey, do you have your family out here? Is your family coming out? And he said, yeah. He said, you know, I got I got a little crib uh, like about six minutes from my hotel. And, and Jalen Hurts was like, what, you bought it? He was like, no, I got a little Airbnb. And he was like, he was like, man, I got it like I got it like three months ago. You know what I'm saying? So, look, if he got it three months or even let's say a month, if he got that before the Super Bowl, way before, that's that belief. That's that knowing. That's that, that's that instinct. That's that no one is going to get in my way. Patrick Mahomes already knew and was already willing it, not only physically on the field, but mentally he already knew where him and the Chiefs were headed. So you're right. Him and Brady, they both have that winner mentality. We about to win this. We about to take home the trophy. Nothing's going to get in our way. Because, I mean, hey, if Brady didn't get down when they were down 25 points against, against the Against the Falcon. Hey man, I'm past it. I mean, you you can look how you want to look. Nah, but look, I'm past it. A, I'll look, say, a little bit. A little I'll say, bit. I say, 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 say Brady had a little bit to do with that. But that was all that Brady. was all, you know, Kyle Shanahan and Dan Quinn. You know, like if if they would have taken the time and, and and done the right things, we would have won. But I do give credit for him scoring and the them two point conversions. Man, I, I I had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I spent a lot of bread, and I, at the time, I regretted it. But now I look back at it, man. That was it's a good, an experience. It was a good experience, man. You the reason memory. we lost. If you wouldn't have went down there, we would have won the game. You the reason right, so, we lost. So, so there it is, so, right so, there. So we're not supposed to cuss and stuff, and I'm still trying to hold. <laughs> no, on. go ahead. But birds and turds. What you what he said? <laughs> no, birds. birds and cuss words. But birds and cuss you know, words. If you, you want to throw out a shit or a damn, you know, you go ahead and throw it on out there, man. You the reason we lost. We were doing good, man. Until that's you some bullshit. Go ahead and say it. until you showed up to the game. Nah, but you probably were popping. You probably were on live. But you probably were doing video. Well, you probably just like Bow Wow, uh, JD, Tip. You probably like everybody who man, was celebrating. All, all I know is that when the halftime hit, bro, when Lady Gaga was performing, man, I was just thinking like. You feel you was in your seat top. Nah, nah, nah. I was like, I wish this bitch would hurry up and get off stage oh, so, I Lord, oh, about, <laughs> so I could think about doing the um, 
the parade down Peachtree. Bro. I was like, oh, we're going to be in the parade. I'm going to do the parade. We're going to walk down, celebrate like we did the Braves. I was excited, man. I really envisioned, like, for three quarters, bro, I knew what it felt like to win the Super Bowl. Oh, God. <laughs> I knew what it felt. Oh, it was just the best feeling in the world, bro. Man. And then it's just like my heart was taken out when I called you, bro. I left Brent, my best friend. I left him. At the Super Bowl, I went there, caught an Uber, got got home, and, and caught a flight the next day. The first person I saw at the airport, man, was Ryan Cameron, bro. When I tell you, like, it felt like a family member died, that's how it felt to me. And, and I know that sounds crazy to y'all, but I, I was that hurt, bro. Well, you know, I mean, this 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 is a good thing we talking about uh, because we can pivot back to talking about Kyle Shanahan, especially since the Super Bowl just passed. And that he gave up another. Season. But you, you, you do know, you do know. I, I wrote a poem about this. Why? I had to get it out. I'm, so I'm, a, I'm a writer at heart, man. I had, I had to get the frustration from out of my, out of my system, man, right, right. and spread it to the uh, world, uh, man. That's the only <laughs> way. Right, before, before you start, we're gonna talk about this later on in the next segment. But I, I got it. What, what's the poem about? I got to hear it, man. Man, it was, it was something like, uh, uh. When the birds uh, fly high and the ship set out to sea, there was a falcon flying high, winning 28 to 3. Running up and down the field, moving swift and moving fast. And for three whole quarters, Patriots fans knew we was all on their ass. Tom Brady was looking foolish. Bill Belichick was stuck. And every time the Falcons scored, we played Nook if you're a buck. We were drinking margaritas and my wife was blowing a kiss. And all I could think was, oh man, we about to finally win this shit. <laughs> then all of a sudden, everything went flat. It's like my Falcon got shot out the sky and went splat, splat, splat. And as they scored the winning touchdown, I couldn't even take no more. So I told everybody who was over there watching the game for our Super Bowl party, get the hell out of my front door. I'm mad and I'm sick. And I can't take it, man. But that's exactly what happens when you decide to be a damn Falcons fan. Whew. <laughs> man, that was... I had to get that off my chest. He actually wrote a poem. Yes. What's it called? 28 to 3. Well, man, it's called Birds and Cuss Words, F them Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey. It's called Blank, you hey, son so, of a so, bee. So look, so look. It's called Dan Quinn, you ain't my friend. It's called Malkin, It's called Matt Ryan, thanks for trying. <laughs> hey, hey, real, real quick, real quick, real quick. Hey, so now... You know you gotta do a point every every. On that, man, that, that that was from the heart though, yeah, man. Like yeah. I, hey, it was called Coolio and, with them dreads. You're looking like Julio. In the comments, y'all, if y'all if y'all like that, if y'all can leave us in the comments. If y'all want to see him do more hey, man, points, man, let us know, man. Let's hey, go. hey, but 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 on the real, man. When I tell you, I've, and we're gonna leave this topic alone, and then we're gonna talk about Shanahan. Yeah. When I tell you, man, I've never seen my wife as upset as she was, and, and she got to put up with my BS every day. And so the, the fact the fact that that made her that upset, that's how crushing it was. But, man, let's talk about Kyle Shanahan, right? Coming from fans, not just 49ers fans, because they have a good perspective. They've lost two Super Bowls now with him as the head coach. Now, and I think he's a phenomenal now, I wish was, uh, I, 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 offensive coach, right? Let me say this right quick, and I'm sorry for cutting you off. I wish Kyle Shanahan was our coach, but 
I ain't gonna lie, I've been rooting against his ass because I do not want to see him win, bro. I do not want to see him because we lost him. And it's out of respect. It ain't out of no hey, I respect Kyle Shanahan, and I'm amazed at what he's done. But go ahead. Man, so two Super Bowls as the head coach of the 49ers, one Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. We, we experienced that firsthand. We're up 25 points and past the midpoint in the third quarter. I mean, what, what do you think is leading to Kyle Shanahan losing these leads? And you can speak from a Falcons fan perspective on maybe some parallels that you saw between the Falcons' loss to the Patriots and the 49ers, both their losses to the Chiefs. Okay, what I would say is Kyle Shanahan is a genius, and in his mind, you know, things should work. But it's, all, it's also a human factor. And he don't. I don't know if he considers that. And a lot of mistakes happen in a, in a um, human factor. I, I consider the the sack on Matt Ryan when um, Devontae Freeman missed the block and he fumbled the ball and they got the ball back and had a quick score. I feel like we could have did different play calling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But on that play, that that was, was a third and one, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and, that was a third yeah, and one. And so Kyle Shanahan, like in his mind, I, if I if I remember right, I think um, the fast Gabriel was wide open. Yeah, he was. he was wide open. But Matt, was, Matt got hit by yeah, high tower. Yeah, and so and so like a lot of them things that play that the open is there, but it's the fact that Freeman missed the block. If you go back and look at it, he missed it bad. Man, shout shout out to Devontae. I'm I'm sure he wished he could get that block. Yeah. And so I just think that Kyle is such a genius, kinda he overthinks on some of the plays. He could have just ran the ball and punted and it would have been more time off the clock. Yeah. Especially when Julio Jones made that catch, that amazing catch. That, I thought we won it right there. Yeah, right there it was over. When who died, that that should go down as one of the one of the, the most monumental throws and catches in and, Super Bowl history. And let me say this, this bothers me to this day, and I don't never hear nobody talk about it. On that on that series, it was a play. Well, we threw the ball, and Sanu caught the ball. And he got face mask. He got face mask, bro. Yes, he did. And I think we was called. That was the play they called holding on. So it should have been offset. Should have been offset. It should have been offset. But <clears throat> Jake Matthews, they called a holding on Jake Matthews. Sanu got, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Let's go. Let's go. I'm just. But we're just talking about Kyle Shanahan. jump off from the 30th. We're actually on the 30th floor. <laughs> And so we're going to get into man, the- it's, it's not it's not worth it, man. The, right. Please please do not jump because if you and Kyle Shanahan jump, you'll win because he's going to lose the lead some kind of way. <laughs> All right, All right. So uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Right, so look, you know, this is what we're going to start doing on our show, man. We're going to try to like you know add some some interesting things. You know, it's not going to be about sports. It's going to be about everything that we talked about. I do want to bring up, you know. Each show that we do, an artist, artist of the day, a song of the okay. day, and an album of the day. And so in this segment, man, I want to bring up the From first. the same person or different people? Huh? From the same, like, the the, the album of the day. Oh, no, 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 no. From don't the have same, to, from the same nah, artist don't have, don't have to be different artist. No, nah, it don't have to be the same. It's just whatever you feel. But today, I'm going to be kind of biased. Okay. Because I'm going to put my artist at front. As so, you should. Yeah, artist of the day, man, I want to give it up to Lil Darius, man. Yeah. Darius, if y'all don't know, man, uh, he's 18 year old. He just turned yeah. 19 today. Today is his That's birthday, doing, man. and um, I want to give him a shout out, man. If y'all want to follow him, it's at Lil Darius, L I L D A R I U S. Um, I think he's an amazing artist, and I think y'all gonna have a lot to hear from him uh, all the way from Athens. And he's, he's making his way in Atlanta, man. He has songs with Quavo, Nardo, Wick, um, Rilo Rodriguez, and he's just doing his thing, man. So if y'all get a chance, man, check him out, man. If we can, um, if you could put his at sign under that, it'd be awesome, man. All right, so one thing I want to ask you, I know, I know you, you're his manager, you, you're highly vested in what he's doing, yeah. but break down, what's his strength? 
from your man, perspective. What I like about Darius is, man, like me dealing with artists, his strength is networking, man. I mean, he's, you know, all, when, it, when it comes to me, all artists, you know, that I mess with, they can rap. You know, he's creative. He, he can rap. Um, but what I like about him is he's, he, he's made a brand of himself. Mm. And then, like, let's say I introduce, like I introduced him to Quavo. But he twerked the relationship. You know, it's been artists that we work with. We introduce them, and they're like, "Standoffers don't want to talk, man." All I know is like, I'm going to the studio with Quavo. Like, really? So he took the time. He, he's able to be a relate, real build, relationship, and, and that's what he does. And he does that with everybody. And everybody likes him. So that that to me is like 75 percent of the fight. That's important. And, and, and then you know, and he's creative, and, and he can make his own music. I mean, he's on. When we signed him, me and shout out to Martel IGM. That's my business partner. We, we both signed theirs. We both put a lot of work into it. It's just not me. It's all three of us. But, like, when we signed him, he signed him at 16, and we watched him grow into the man that he's becoming. So it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to come. And, you know, me and you have done music. Awesome. We've seen it. So we, yeah. it's just patience. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, if you got an artist that's out networking, got an artist that's taking themselves serious, taking what he wants serious, and building them relationships, man, that, that's more than half the battle. Yeah. Because yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people don't do it. Yeah. And I think sometimes some artists don't know either how to do it or don't know you are supposed to do it. You know what exactly. I mean? But the fact that he knows how to do it and he understands that he's supposed to do it, that's a big, man. Shout yeah. out to Lil Darius. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all follow him. Thank you. Okay, man, look. Since we're on the Super Bowl, I mean, we got to start. I mean, hey, brought the A to the world. We got to start right there, man. What you talking we about? We got to start with Usher, man. Let's talk about the performance. Oh, We got to start with Usher, man. Hey, so, shouts out to Usher and his team, man. Yes. And, like, what I'm about to say is like, it's just, I know I was on a, another podcast and we was talking about what songs he was going to do. Yeah. And I, Usher has a variety of songs, pop songs, R&B, you <clears throat> know, yes. techno, all kind of stuff. And I was curious since he was on the Super Bowl, what direction he would go in. Yeah. And I'm proud of him for sticking to his roots. You know, I think they sat back and said, hey, you know. The black culture drives fashion, music, whatever, and he stuck to his roots. And the the fallout afterwards, man, has been nothing but true support. I was surprised that he did love in the club. I, I mm-hmm. said that on a podcast, and I was like, I don't think he'll do that, but mm-hmm. he did it. Shouts out to Polo to Don for for, for 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 producing that record. But like the fact that he took the time to pick the song selection that he did, and that he stuck to his roots, mm-hmm. it really showed something. And then afterwards, man, like it seems like he's back relevant again. That Super Bowl do that for you. And, and I think this is like, I feel that when I heard Usher, I was like, mm, Usher, why didn't he get you know such and such or such and such? And now to go back, mm. man, they did a really good job of getting Usher. Usher kind of solidified himself as a great, because I think we forgot. I ain't gonna lie, that, that's deep, even coming from you. You kind of second-guessed them getting Usher at first. Because, man, like, over the years, uh, I feel like, I ain't going to say it's him, but sometimes the music industry have you chasing, let's go here, let's go here, let's go mm-hmm. here. And it kind of watered Usher down when he's not a watered-down artist. Yeah. And I feel like him and his team understand that now. And I'm seeing the superstar come back into him to where he's taking his spot among the greats. I feel it. I feel it. Well, first, <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's so many – Ways I can go with it. There's so many things I want to say, but I'm, I'm going to start here. I think that ninjas forgot. I forgot. I know y'all ninjas didn't forget. <laughs> this Ursa, baby. Ursa. How they say it? That's Ursa. 
Man, this is, uh, I don't talk like that, but for everybody who does, man, that is Usher. I think people forgot how dope, how phenomenal, how great, how amazing, how much of an icon. I probably need ChatGPT to give me some more words. I might do it next break we have and then come back with some more. And I'll break it down and just leave it right here. In the words of our good friend, Fort Knox. What he did on Super Bowl was heavy, 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 heavy. man. Shout out to Fort Knox. <laughs> if you man. don't know who he is, man, he's an Atlanta legend. Been around here hosting a lot of events for us, man. And, you know, just been around managing. So, shout out to Fort Knox, man. Man, but, like, so, I think people forgot. But but back to Usher. The way things were set up, right? The way things were set up and the way they played out, like, was so great, right? I remember when it was announced that Usher was having the residency. And residency I, I, where? Yeah, in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Let me say that because some people might not know what the residency is. They, so what is a res residency? But a residency, man, is like a, a lot of times it has to do with a particular resort or a particular hotel uh, down in Las Vegas. Let's just say if it was uh, um, the Palm. Let's just say if it was the Palm. Now, I know they have uh, or the Venetian or something like that. They may have this particular artist. They come out and they perform a certain amount of times every week or a certain amount of times on the weekend. And a lot of people do them. DJs do them. Uh, you have comedians, magicians do them, and you have uh, musicians do them, right? Yeah. So Usher was doing that. Some people might look at that as a fall. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know my few little Facebook friends. I know I know we old. You see the gray. I know me and my Facebook friends are old. But I, but I saw a little disrespect from what I felt towards yeah. Usher for doing it. But what he did, he put together a phenomenal and amazing show. And I think what that, that gave him and his team the opportunity to hone in and pinpoint exactly what are the songs that his fans want to hear from You know him. what? I didn't think about that. I, I, I thought of it from a different view. I said, hey, that was smart of them to get Vegas, you know, knowing Super Bowl is coming there. Yes. But now that you say this, um, it do give you a chance to see what, what, what you like. It do give you a chance to, to twerk your songs. And, I, and it seemed like... The fans talked to him being there for those years he was there. Yes. And he kind of understood, man, this is what people like me yes. for. And that's what he performed, man. Yes. And so you're 100% right on that. Yeah, he, he did that. He could see what songs worked, what songs didn't work. He already knows what songs were his most popular songs or most successful from a from a, a radio standpoint or from, from a sales standpoint. But this, get the show, what's the fans' favorite, and lock him back in on that. So when it came to the show, he chased that meaning he went and did what his fans wanted to hear he chased the core usher fans and then everybody else what we can do what we can do in black music what we can do as black people what we can do with our culture we can tend to chase the fans we don't have we tend to always chase what might be greener on the other side instead of just respecting and building what's on our side instead of telling them no you need to come get on this train you need to come get on this boat and travel where we're traveling mm -hmm. you need to come catch this plane with us yeah. and fly where we're flying nah, you know what i mean and, and it's, yeah and instead of doing that he stuck with what worked for him man he went out put up man the skating the skating you I know what i'm saying about like that. like the oh skating and he was skating like Dog, why you so hey, hey, I got it. I got it. Um, skating. Like, I, this I, man skated. Hey, man. And song. I got a, I got a um, shout out Jermaine Dupree, man. What did you have on, bro? <laughs> you my boy, man. But they were call, what they call him CeeLo? People call him CeeLo online, bro. What? Hey, look, man. Jermaine, Jermaine <laughs> hey, went boy. online. Jermaine went online the next day and showed the price of them, the price of them suits. Uh, the reason I called them suits because they were sock boots. And he showed, he showed them suits, man. He showed them little ankle suits and showed what the price of it was, what man. Was it? 
I don't I don't remember, but he let everybody know, hey, I performed at the Super Bowl with my partners last night. I'm doing good. I did my thing. You can clown me about my outfit. I came into this game when we were wearing our clothes backwards. I am JD. Because I think people forget who JD nah, is. Nah, hey, look. You man, know what I mean? Hey, I I'm just clowning, man. I love JD, man. <laughs> hey, hey, I met him a couple times. Like, I call, you know, I can call him a friend. Man, he's a genuine person, man, and I see why he's great. And, and shout out to the Money Long song. He did that song. It's one of the number one songs in the country. Hey, right man, now. let me tell you, man, to see Usher, to see Jermaine, I, I, love, I love the young woman, her. See her come out oh, and, play, man. and play that guitar. Now, 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 coming from what we coming from. She big, reminded big. me of, of that, bro. I was like, dang, that's what we should have been on. Exactly. So we only had to go too deep yeah, into yeah. it. You know exactly yeah, what yeah. I was about to say. I that too, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, then to see Alicia Keys come out, she oh, playing the piano. Man. They sang. Oh, they did I got a question. I got a question. Man, don't even ask. No, I got a question. They were just I know you about to go with this. Are you about to go there with So look, everybody out here. Oh, man. Look at me. That was if that was my girl, bro. Oh man, they were performing. No, I don't give a flying. They were performing. I don't don't care. Cuss words and birds. I do not care. They were performing. (laughs) Manzi got me coughing, man. He was all up on that man, girl, bro. You think Swiss? You think Swiss is mad? No. Would you be mad? So, so, so. No, uh, Usher could have been. Usher could have been up on your wife like that. My my wife is not a performer. I <laughs> but if but if my wife was a performer, oh, it would have been some cuss words and birds no, in that no, house. No, it wouldn't have. Oh, it'd have been some hitting no, 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 in. No, it wouldn't have. Hitting in that house. No, no, you know it, it wouldn't have. It would. Hey, look, it, 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 it would not. Right, look, I'm gonna say better man than me. It would have been a problem in my house. That that don't make me a simp, a sucker. That don't make. I didn't say you a simp. I didn't say you did. I'm saying for all the people that I've said, I've seen say that about Swiss. That's why I'm saying. Oh no, no. A bunch Swiss, of people Swiss, have said, Swiss, Swiss have said that Swiss about Kevin Swiss. P. But but I'm but I'm gonna tell you, like they are performers. Like they they. they I don't see other people they, perform. They, they I guarantee you, Beyonce were doing that. It wouldn't happen. I get. I, I don't heard some stories. I seen Beyonce I heard in the movie story. kissing a man. No, I, I look. I don't heard kissing. some stories. Beyonce was in there. Beyonce was in the movie kissing an older man. I done heard some stories about the Beyonce videos and niggas getting up too close. To her, and Jay Z done had to put some some fillers out there to let a nigga know. Okay, all well, right. Look, I don't let a ninja know. I my bad. Have nothing to do with that. All I'm saying is, why Beyonce was performing. I've seen her kiss people in movies before. I've seen it. Jamie Foxx. I I I, I, I bet I bet I bet you um. Never mind. Go I've ahead. seen Go it. Go ahead. All right. The dude in Cadillac Records, the older guy in Cadillac Records, when she was playing. Uh, uh, Etta James. You know what I'm saying? I'm all I'm saying to you is, from from my perspective, that's a movie. From, that's a movie. They were doing a performance. That's a movie. Movies different. Movies don't count. Man, we can't sexualize everything. Movies don't count. We I can't sexualize. And the way that man was looking at his girl in that performance. I'm gonna tell you what the problem is. Y'all need what, what, what the camera? Y'all ninjas looking at so much. Behind, I'm gonna just say that on IG every day that everything is sex on it because you can't even open your app without seeing something that makes you think about sex. So the minute you see a man up on a woman, you thinking to yourself what you would be doing if you were in that situation because you probably spend most of your time in the bathroom on IG Explore page. Hey man, doing forget, hey, hey, hey man, forget what that nigga saying. He don't know these time. Hey, I'm just to telling all of y'all that felt that it was wrong. You. It was wrong. That's bro. what that happened. Was dead wrong. Usher came out like the okay, hold on, hold on Alicia hold on, hold on, Key. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you this. Let's, let's switch roles. 
if you would have heard the next day that Usher's wife or girlfriend or whatever, because I don't know his status, screamed on him and acted a fool on him or Alicia Keys because of that, would you have said, man, I feel where she coming from? Or would you have said, man, that man, why tripping? Be honest. I'd have been like, I feel her. Man, no, you I would not her. have. No, you would not have. <laughs> like she, you would have said, man, this man, hey, why tripping? Hey, He's look, a performer. Hey, what look. does she want him to nah, do? Nah, you nah, would have said nah, that man's nah, wife nah, is tripping. Nah. Yes, she, you would have. I would have said she was tripping. She would have the public. Bro, because sometimes you keep bro, private. If you if but you if I, you would have heard about that she cussed him out in the tunnel, I, I, if you would have heard about in the tunnel of the Super Bowl, she how cussed you him out. Tell me how I feel. Cause I know you. We've been friends that long. How you gonna tell me how I feel? I can't tell you how you right, feel. Right, I'm right, telling you right, how you would have felt. Hey, take it out, man. It's, it's two different things. Take it out, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. This ninja don't know what he's talking about, and it gets a bird in the cuss word. So I'm just telling you. We're agreeing. I'm just telling you. We're agreeing. And, and, and for everybody out there, I want you to really ask yourself if it would have been reversed. If Usher's woman... Leave in the comments. Let us know how you feel. Yeah, yeah, please do. If Usher's woman would have been tripping, would you have felt the same way? I just it's, answered it's, the question. Hey, so look. We done took this right, whole look, thing look, look, look. about... I just we, we to agree. Up. We I, agree to disagree. Let me... Let me, let me, let me, let me hold on. Let me, I didn't even get to finish what I wanted well, to say. Finish. Because you stopped me at Alicia Keys. You stopped me at Alicia Keys. It was dope to see Lil John come out. I didn't even get to talk about the rest of our A-Town partners. Lil John came out. Turn down for what? Turn down for what? Lil John hey, came look out. Good. You look good, Lil John. You look like you're getting younger. Pause. But anyway, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'll say it for you, man. This is, okay. I don't know. We don't want people to think water boys mean something else. All right. All right. So this, Maybe this, for you. This, this, hey, yeah. We don't need nobody thinking about no splashing right, going on. All right. All I'm saying all right, so is, all I'm saying, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saluting. I'm saluting. Salute I'm saluting guy. the rest of the guys yes, from Atlanta who represent Atlanta, who showed out for the city, showed out yeah, for man. the region, not just Atlanta and Georgia, but for the southern region period. Shout out to John. Shout out to Luda, man. When Ludacris came out, I'm telling you, man, <coughs> everybody who didn't think Chris Lover Lover was gonna be where he is now, because I know I know I know a couple of you. Everybody who didn't think Chris Lover Lover was gonna be where he is now, I know you felt like, boy, you probably were mad. You probably threw something at the TV when he came out on the Super Bowl. But it was good to see Ludacris come yeah. out, man. He had to throw out, man. I think he had on shoulder pads. I don't, I don't know what was going on, but anyway, man, it, it looked good. They had the performance, man. Oh, man, they started doing the A-town stunt. I mean, man, my wife was in there. She West Side all day long, every day. She was in there going crazy for Atlanta, man. Yeah, you know, Shout you know, out you to know what I say? I say, um, the, the the key phrase of the day. He said, "You brought Atlanta to the world." So yes. on that closing, I would say that that was dope, man. Good, good. Shout out to the Super Bowl. Shout out to Jay-Z for, for being over it. Shout out to Usher. And yeah, Jay-Z, he put your business out there that you be showing out on video shoots. <laughs> hey, Jay-Z, my name is Playboy Trey. At Playboy Trey, who holler at him. Hey, man. Nah, but, hey, I do want to say this. We didn't get a chance to say this in the beginning. Like, um, me and Trey, we've been knowing each other for a long time. I used to manage Trey as an artist and a writer. And now we business partners on this on this podcast and just been doing this a long time. And, you know, I'm Be Rich, man. I've been doing this music thing for over 15 years now. Uh, started in 2005, managing artists, growing, and... Definitely and, longer than 15 years, uh, but go ahead. Yeah, I, uh, you know... 20. I was, uh, 10 20, years, 20 I'm 21. You know, I'm 21. So. 20 to 21 years. And so, and man, so, give yourself credit. Forget nah, that. And so, like, we, we, we got a lot of experience. And, and one thing I can say is music has taught, brought us over. Music has brought us all over the world. 
I remember me and Trey, we was in Australia, and we're sitting here like, damn. People don't know who Michael Vick is, but they know who this artist is and that artist is in Australia. And at the time, Michael Vick was on top of the world. And so it's amazing how music can transcend all over. We was in Korea, and they can't speak a lick of English. Not at all. And they were singing our songs word for word. Yes. And that was amazing. So, you know, I've been doing this a long time, and to be able to have success in the, in the resume that I have, I really am excited to be doing this podcast with you and taking this to the next level. And, you know, this is our first show. And anything that y'all can suggest us to do to make it better, we're all open. We're just two brothers from Atlanta, from Decatur, from Georgia, man, doing our thing, man. You're about to make me emotional, man. Man, shut up, man. Shut up. And, um... See, he just threw me off. Y'all know how hard it is for me to talk. And this ninja threw me off. But, but basically what I'm trying to say is, it's like I'm grateful to be doing this. And we're going to – I'm not God, stopping, man. I'm focusing on, on our brand. And, and y'all watch. We're going to take this to the top. This is going to be one of the top podcasts in the world. Y'all watch and see. Trey, tell me about what's, you know your background and, and where you come from because I don't think people may know, just like they don't know what my background. Well, man, back in fourth grade – I lost a spelling bee. Man, he and, was the class clown, bro. And I'm, and I'm and I'm gonna be honest to you, man. To this day, I, I really wanted to give some some birds and cuss words to that particular teacher because I thought I, I knew I was right, man. I I just knew it. <laughs> no, no, seriously, seriously, man. Uh, man, all I want to say is, uh, man, from Atlanta, born and raised, uh, was in the music industry for a long time. And uh, now that I'm not in the music industry, uh, man, I'm putting my efforts and my talents. What, what did you do in the music industry, though? People don't know, man. Like oh, man. Well, I, I wrote. I was an artist. I was on. Uh, I wrote with the Attic Crew. I was in the Attic Crew, man. Shout out to everybody in the Attic Crew, man. R.I.P. Cuddy, man. Shout out to R.I.P. Step Daddy. Um, <coughs> shout out to all, all my guys in the Attic Crew, man, from Shout to Ball to Young Bloods, Jim Crow, Freaky T. Uh, Big Floaty, man, Rooster, Motown, Pretty Ken, uh, man, I could keep going Must down be. the line. Yeah. Mark Twain, man, we, we could just, we could keep going down the line. But, uh, I was in the Attic Crew, man, wrote and, and did songs with the Young Bloods, had Georgia Dirt, me and Bohagen. Shout out to Bohagen, everybody in Georgia Bohagen, Dirt. Up, man. It's too many people to start naming Rooster, Luna T, Chad, uh, Homeboy, man, Moss B. We just, we keep going down the line. And then, me and B Rich linked up. Me and B-Rich linked up. He introduced me to a young artist that he needed some help with. <clears throat> that artist was a 14-year-old artist by the name of Bobby and his cousin, Steven. They were a group called The Clinic. I decided to help him out with that group. Well, that young kid, Bobby, ended up becoming the artist that you all know as B.O.B. Uh, we worked with Bob along with TJ from TJ DJs through the years. And, and with God's blessings, yeah, we were able to see some things and uh, experience some really great things, travel the world. And I'm sure we'll talk about yeah, we'll talk some, about our some, some, some of those. That's one thing uh, that we'll bring to the show. Experiences. We'll, we'll bring to the show is experiences through music. And then we love our love for sports. And, you know, keep going. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It's all good, man. God, I just want going? people to know who you are. <clears throat> we definitely got to talk about when we was, we was in Australia when the Falcons lost the NFC Championship game to the 49ers. And I was so sick. And they had to come almost drag me out of the hotel to make me go jet skiing. That, that's the only way I took my mind off of it. And the whole time, I'm just mad. But anyway, anyway, man, I moved on from the music industry. Well, I moved on from writing and performing. And then we, me and B-Rich started managing artists together. Uh, we had Jake Lambeau, man. We had Big Hivey. Shout out to Big Hivey. And uh, but then once I've stepped away from managing, now me and B Rich doing the podcast. We've been talking about doing the Waterboy show for over four years now, and now here we are. 
with our sports podcast, sports and entertainment podcast. And we just feel real good about it. And I just thank God that we were able to continue to be able to stay healthy, be able to stay yeah. friends, and be able to continue to work and continue to build things for ourselves and our families. Yeah, for sure. All right, Trey, that's good, man. I'm glad we got a chance to introduce ourselves. We should have did it since the first one, but yes. we're so excited, yes. so excited to be doing this. So we had to do it. Yes. So, but now I want to, I want to just say <clears throat> this. I wanted to get my album of the day. Okay. All right. So since it's the first show, okay, we're gonna go with my artist, Lil Darius. XO, XO, XO. It's the hey, Lil Darius show, <laughs> the man. Lil Darius show. That album's coming out very soon. I've got a chance to hear it. Y'all stay tuned for it. Hey, Trey, it's an amazing album. It's for the ladies. And, and and the cool thing about this is that we gave Darius full autonomy of this. He okay. picked every song. Okay. We let him do it in his way, and it's put up or shut up. And that's what I like for an artist to do. So if, if he puts up, salute to you, my brother. But if it don't do well, guess who it steps in? Well. It's going to do well. Yeah. Guess who steps in? I'm going to step in the a and process. But I feel like it's going to do well. I think I think the young kid is starting to understand his place amongst things. He's only 18, just turned 19 today. And I feel like by the time he's in his 20s, he's going to be out of here, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, it, go, it goes back to what we talked about earlier, right, of wanting to network and understanding the network. So in this situation, once again, he's showing me, from what you're telling me, he's showing me that he understands he can't just put it all on you, put it all on your business partner. He has to step in yeah. and help guide things go the way they want to go. Because, yes, as artists, we need direction. We need help. We need input. But at the same time, when it goes out, <clears throat> when that thing hits upload, <laughs> that is your name. That's your name. That's your name. That's your legacy. That's your track record. That's part of your resume. Facts. And so if you want it to be the way you want it, yes, listen, take good advice, take that stuff to, to heart, do the things that people are asking you when they really, really make sense, but just understand you need to have a certain level of input and you need to take a certain level of accountability and seriousness as an artist. Because once it goes out, once that, once you hit that upload, bam! It's out there for the world. It's out there and it's part of your resume forever. So, and, and, so salute to him yeah. for taking and, and let me his this. career in his and own let hands. Let me say this, like, artists, like, you know, I, I, I would say to experiment and do songs. But be adamant about this. Remember this. Before you cut a song, remember you have to perform these songs. Yes. Remember once this song out, it's a part of you for history. So take the time to choose the right songs. Think about you have to perform these songs and think about it's going to be your legacy. So like Trey said, once it hits upload, it's your face and your name on it. So be adamant about how you present yourself. Because the one thing that drives me crazy is when an artist does a song, put it out, and then... They instantly say they don't want to perform that song. Well, why, why you even put it out there? Yes, I agree 100%. You know, and this coming from somebody who always, I, I'm always represent the artist. You know what I mean? But 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 I, I don't understand why we, and, and there's some things that I've done as an artist in the past that didn't make sense, but I don't understand why people put music out and instantly. I'm, I'm not talking about two years later. I'm talking about put a song out and a week later they don't even want to perform. Hey, and that's something I want to do on the next <clears> show. I want to talk about how me and you always had, you know, well, different opinions on the art from an artist standpoint and from a management standpoint. And when okay, you got into management, we'll so just remember. And, and I'm going to be right. If y'all get a chance, if y'all get a chance, go to YouTube. I'm just saying. Go to YouTube and go, and this is when we was much younger. Look up Playboy Trey and Be Rich telling fat jokes. Look up that, leave comments, and y'all going to, it's hilarious. 
Cause y'all go watch it. Y'all gonna hear him hit me with a bunch of jokes that I had already hit him with before the camera came on. But it's okay. That's a lie. <laughs> That's oh, you just going I mean, I'm talking, man, we just got a family text telling us God is with us. You gonna sit here, <laughs> you gonna sit here and tell that bold face lie on camera? Golly. Yeah. I, I plead the fifth. Woo, but look hey. at the sun. Hey, shout out, out to my mom. Shout out to early. The sun shining, boy. The Lord watching. He's shining on us. The Lord watching. He's, no, this is what's going on. The Lord watching. The sun is shining <laughs> on the Water Boys hey. podcast. That's you know this water boy show is shining on us, man. Man, and hey, and it's shining on little dares, man. You look, yeah, yep, yeah, for sure. Yep. All right, man. So look, we always got to talk about who said we we talked about the Lord shining on us. So we got to talk about who out there shining, man. We talked about the Super Bowl. We talked a little bit about NBA All Star, man. So it's time to discuss the MVPs and the people who shine. The MVPs the most of the week. Yeah, that let's situation, do it. man. So we're gonna talk about MVPs of the week, pretty much. Who shined the most? I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they might not have won an MVP award but it's for, 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 for that week, but they, they my MVPs. They're okay. the people that I feel like so, shine. So what and, are we going to call it? Man, I mean, well, we up on the, we up pretty high, looking down at the competition because we flying so high. I think we ought to call it Balling on the 30th Floor. Oh. That's what I think. I hey, because it. you know what? <laughs> we balling on the 30th I'm floor. You, man. Look at this view. Hey, man. Look at this view. Look at this. Hey, look at looking, this. Looking down on the non-believers and the competition, man, from the 30th floor. That's what it's all about. So man. so who do you give your, your first shout-out shout to, man? Man, let me start it off, man. Let me start it off, man. NBA, NBA hold on. Let me start it off, man. NBA All-Star Weekend. We got to give it to the actual MVP of the All-Star game. I don't care if they didn't foul. I don't care that defense. You couldn't even find somebody making a defensive stand in the bathroom about a concession stand. I'm still going to get this man his credit. You already know it's Dame time, so you know what time it is. Dame Lillard, the NBA All-Star MVP, you, sir, with 30-some points, whatever you had, you, sir, are balling on the 30th. Lord, oh, man, then, then, man, let's take it to the Super Bowl. Hold on, hold on, I'm talking hold on, about. Hold on, hold on, let's talk about Dame Lillard a little bit, man. Oh man, see, I kind of want to just run through all of them, but go ahead. So that's how you want to do? Yeah, it? I want to do the segment, run through all of them, and, and, and not not kind of break down each one, because we kind of talked about it a little okay, bit. All right. All right. But I mean, if you want to talk about Damon, we, we, we can say talk about Damon Lillard, and then the next the next one I'm gonna do all gonna be from the Super Bowl. So then we can talk about that. So it yeah, makes because I want to make sure that we get a, a fair amount of time of you know having some talk time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's okay. all good. Yeah, man. It's all, it's all good. The whole 15 minutes. How, how, man? It's it's a segment to make the show go. All right, all right. What does it matter all if right. it works? All right, all right, let's do I can see people telling Charlemagne, Charlemagne, well, you, got, I thought, I thought you we... got to cut down that donkey of the day, sir. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> you right, and so... that donkey of the day is taking a little no, too long, no, sir. No, that ain't it. That ain't what I'm that ain't <laughs> that's what I'm exactly what you said. That's that why he's what laughing. I'm saying. That ain't what I'm saying. <laughs> that ain't how I meant. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll talk about Dane, and then then I'll run so, through. So, so do, all right, just run through it, and then we'll figure it out. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay. We good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, we good? We still rolling? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. 
Well, look, man, we first got to start with NBA All-Star Weekend. I'm talking about the man who shined the most out on the court. And I do not, when I tell you, I don't care not one little bit. I don't care if defense, I could, I don't care if you couldn't even find a defensive stand by the concession stand or in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't care if somebody didn't block somebody from getting to the stall first. I don't care. The man still put up a bunch of points. The man still got the trophy. You already know who he is. He is the best rapper in the NBA, the only lyricist to touch the Hardwood, and that is Damon Lillard. So you know what time it is? It is Dame time. Damon Lillard with 30-some points in the NBA All-Star Game and the MVP. You, sir, are balling on the 30th floor. I didn't know he rapped. What? I didn't know he rapped. Oh my God, man. So we, we're gonna have we're gonna have to have an artist spotlight. Dame Lillard is by far the best rapper the NBA has ever like Dame Lillard actually could be a, a true artist if he didn't play basketball. I'll this man could put out successful records you, and albums. For you to say that Yes. For you to say that the man can rap. I, I vaguely remember him doing music. The man I vaguely remember a couple years ago. The man can rap. But I just don't remember. But the for man, you to say that, Trey. The man okay. can right. rap. Right, I'm just telling you, it's right. Dame time. All right. Not game time. Not shame time. Not even I'm chasing fame time. It is Dame time, and, man. What is he doing? Hey, man, he's balling on the 30th floor, man. Not the 29th or the 31st. Right there on the 30th. Right there in the pocket. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, man. man. Shout out to Dane Lillard, man. You balling on the 30th floor. We got to make it up an award and send it to him, man. Hey, man. Hey, w hey, when we get to that point, we will, man. Hey, Dane, come invest, man. We'll give you an award with your investment. <laughs> DM all the sponsorships, all the, all, the, all the investors. DM us. We got you. Hey, man. Hey, but we got to continue with the rest of the MVP. Let's take it back to the Super Bowl, man. I have – how many people I want to name? I think I want to name four people, man. I'm just going to rattle them off, man. They all – they all – Made plays in this game. I'm gonna start off with the number one guy. I'm talking about the guy. I'm talking about two passing touchdowns. I'm talking about led the team in rushing with I think 66 yards or 67 yards. I'm talking about the man who threw the game-winning touchdown in overtime to bring the Kansas City Chiefs a third ring. I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. You sir are balling on the 30th floor. Then let's talk about. Then let's talk about a generational tight end. I'm talking about a generational talent with a superstar girlfriend took too much press if you ask me putting all kind of pressure on the man even had entertainment tonight talking about where the swiftest on super bowl parties yes i'm talking about travis kelsey hell to hardly anything in the first half but boy that man put up stats in the second half i'm talking about you sir help bring home a third ring and yes travis kelsey you are balling on the 30th floor man then let's talk about big red who he's called by some of his players. We know him as Andy Reid. I'm talking about this man been the man in Philly. I'm talking about went to all kind of NFC championship games but couldn't bring home the ring but it's okay. Went to Kansas City after he got fired. Traded up. Drafted a quarterback. Some people say it wouldn't be good who turned out to be Patrick Mahomes and six or seven years later he has three rings to his name. Andy Reid Big Red sir. You are balling on the 30th floor. And last but not least. We are in Georgia right? You see the A. We are in Georgia. Oh, so we got to shout out the Georgia boy. No, you did not get a ring at the University of Georgia. But me, Cole Hartman, my brother, you have won rings in the pros, and I'm sure you'll take that over those college rings. You caught the game winning touchdown. 
after being in New York with the Jets in a dumpster fire for half a year, you came back to the Chiefs to a winning and respectable organization. And I can say that about the Jets because I'm a Falcons fan, so I know an organization that's not respected. <laughs> but anyway, you won a game-winning touchdown, Miko Hartman. You, sir, are balling on the 30th floor. Man, shout out <laughs> hey, to all those MVPs. Hey, hey while you were saying that, man, something popped in my mind, bro. Man. And this is what popped in my mind. Okay. The Chiefs, man, they had two Hall of Fame tight ends. Well, yes. Kelsey's not one, but Tony Gonzalez. I mean, Kelsey's already going to be a Hall of Fame tight end. I never thought about that. Kansas yeah. City is tight end, the pros for the tight ends. Like, yeah. that's amazing that they had two of the best that's tight ends awesome. to ever play in the game do mm. that. And shout out to um, McCole Harvin. McCole Harvin. Hey, sorry we missed your name up, brother, but we're showing you love, man. Yeah. It's all good, man. Yeah, man. man I, so, like, I like that 30. I like the 30th floor. I like that. The ball. Yeah, man. Good. I, I love mean, it. I love that set. Balling man. on the 30th yeah. floor. You know what I mean? Like, we, we got to get these people their respect. And all that means is you're up high, man. You made it to one of the places they said you would never make it. You're up in some of the altitudes they said you would never fly. And you're looking down where you used to be. And you're looking down where all the people who said you would never get here still are. Balling on the 30th floor. Balling on the 30th floor. I like that. Hey, man, it is what it is, man.